Welcome in Iowa Hawkeye fans to another episode of the Hawkeye Tailgate Report. I'm Luke Big Tex Myers. We got Space Cowboy, Joey Myers, and Austin Myers here as well. It's halftime of the Nebraska-Iowa game right now. Iowa's up 41-30. CJ mm. Frederick splashed a huge three right before the half. Good bounce back for the Hawks. Fellas, how you doing? I'm doing great, Luke. Thank you. Uh, maybe a tad intoxicated. Yeah, a little bit. Beer darts did a number on me. Yeah, yeah. so full disclosure, it was... I don't know whose stupid idea it was, but we had sat outside. Oh, do not act like it was a dumb it idea. Was, it was a stupid idea, and... Um, Space Cowboy and Jake ran with it. Yes, but so we were playing beer darts out in the yard in 28 degree weather and Carhartts and all. Dream a dream. Yeah, well, we were just living, you know. We can't wait for that uh, 50 degree weather when we can really get out there and get at it, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of kids in uh, Africa who think the Niners won the Super Bowl. So <laughs> I bet they wish they were playing beer darts in Iowa City instead. That's for them. Uh, yeah. We'll pour one out for them. We did it for them. Pour one and Theo. And Theo. Yeah, we'll and Theo. R.I.P. Theo. Um, but no, Hawkeyes lead 11 and a half. Uh, it's been about, what, two weeks since we recorded last time? More. But, but yeah, more probably, than, it's probably, probably pretty close to two. About two. Yeah, no, but uh, it's been a roller coaster. Sure. So we'll start with basketball right, basketball right now. Uh, so Iowa got absolutely – well, okay. Well, Iowa took care of – Well, no, let's talk about Illinois first. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, that is an impressive win at home. That's who we are. We're yeah. going to do that to – well, here's my thing. Life in the Big Ten is that the reps are going to help oh, you. Oh, Danny! The, <laughs> the reps are going to help you out at home. That's just a fact. I mean, look at the home records. <laughs> now, I'm not baby. saying that's why we won. That's not why we beat Illinois at home. But, I don't know. Look at it. I don't know. It, it was it was a great game because it was like, from what I've been told, I was not alive in the 80s. But apparently back in the 80s, the Iowa-Illinois matchups were like tough, intense, physical games like this past one was. And this a lot game, of recruiting battles, too. Sure, guys. yeah. But this game had all the feels of like... Both teams were throwing everything that they had at each other to win this game. It was very physical, very emotional, came down towards the end, and Iowa won. Um, and then there was, you know, some extracurriculars after the game that were awesome. And that was just – it was the type of game that I feel like in the past you don't see Iowa winning, and they came back with the W this time, and it was just it was just a great Big Ten basketball game, and it was fun to watch. It, Yeah. I, like – for some reason, I just really hate Illinois basketball. I, it's probably because the guy I lived with in college, he, huge Illinois guy. Shout out John Trader. Shout out John <laughs> Trader. But uh, no, they uh, he was just, he's a big Illinois guy, and I can't knock his fandom because I'm equally as big for Iowa. But he kept saying for the last year and a half, "Oh, Illinois is back." As soon as they got Brad Underwood there in Champaign, or maybe it's because Brad Underwood is a chotch. Yeah, he's a he's a prick. Well, I don't know if he's a prick. But it was great to see Garza hit the big three late. But uh, I don't know. And the handshake line after. Well, here's the thing. Illinois hasn't been relevant since fucking what? D Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Well, D they Brown. made the Darren Williams. Okay, uh, well, relevant, relevant. Outside of making like women's field hockey. Making making the tournament. Does I was not actually very good. By yeah, they are good. They have a field hockey team. Okay, three guys can't talk at once. There. Watch us. <laughs> no, but. Uh, they upset Indiana when they were number one back in like 2011, 2012, or whatever. You remember that layup at the buzzer? Nope. Okay. Who? But, but uh, you're talking about Illinois. Yeah, but no. They have a basketball team. They haven't been serious. Hey, we can't really talk crap because they beat it. Em. Well, they beat it. They made it to the final four more, more recently than us. So, passes the past, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Check out their football. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know what? I'm living in the future. 
or the present, not the future. I live and, in the future. Uh, yeah, sure. Space yeah. Cowboy. Yeah, I live for the future. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, let's just take a look at, I don't know if the record is better or worse than ours, but I know that uh, in terms of rankings and net, we're higher than them. So we're better than Illinois. I'm just going to say it. I'm one of those guys where you look at rankings, and if you're better, I expose it, and if you're worse, I don't talk about it. Yes. My, okay, here's the thing. We're probably going to lose to Illinois in Champaign. No, no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Kofi Cockburn is a fraud. Okay, so for, okay I yes, yes. It's Cockburn. Yes. It is Cockburn. Why? It's not Coburn. It is, it, it is spelled C O C K B U R N. That penis is Cockburn. Hot. Penis hot. A hot penis. Yes. Yeah. That is Cockburn. No, but not Cockburn. Are you guys a hot penis player? He was not even that good. He's a hot penis. He's, He's a six freshman. Points. His name means yeah. chlamydia. But he's also like 26. <laughs> But he's only been playing basketball for like four years. I don't care. Oh, that's yeah. his own fault. He's been playing for less than ten years. Look at him. If you're six foot eleven and you wait to play yeah, basketball until you're like sixteen, that's your own damn fault. Yeah. If you're seven foot and two fucking seventy, you're gonna be a good at basketball. That's I don't, a fucking I don't think fact. He's seventy. Yeah, he's, they were over amplifying that. Either but way. you guys don't think there's a chance we lose in no. Champagne, Fuck like no. the way the li- oh, life sorry. on the Big Ten. Absolutely not. The way life in the Big Ten on Unless, the road has been this year. No, I'm not sure. With the refs and whatnot. Unless, bear with me here. Bashana Shvili goes off. <laughs> we're not losing. Is that how you say that? Sure. Their guard. Bashana. Is that their guard? Bashanish- no, it's the big, the big uh, uh, he's Ukrainian a, he's a asshole. Little, yeah. Bashana Shvili. Mm. Hey, a wise man once said, this wise man's name was Ice Cube. If you're scared, go to church. Mm. So you guys don't give it any chance at all Zero. that no. they beat us. Absolute win. I will say the Orange Crush is a hell of a student section. Though. It I've is. Yeah. It is um, something Iowa should strive Stin for. Stin will punch himself in the testicles as hard as he can if we lose in Champagne. That's a, that's a lie. <laughs> that's not true. You heard it right oh, here. Yeah, right there. Actually. Nope. It's no, but. The truth. Um, and yet, I will say, though, that uh, doing having been to podcast? Illinois' uh, basketball Chaga. stadium... Is it what the, like the State Farm Arena or Center? Some State shit Farm like that? Insurance Center, yeah. It's, it's a nice um, place. It's a lot nicer than Carver in terms of like how it's set up for basketball. It's, it's a tighter. it's a it's a better basketball basketball yeah. environment than what Carver is. We should use the women's arena starting next year. Just pack it. It's a eight thousand fans. Mm-hmm. Just make it. Loud Isn't that just for like volleyball and like ice hockey? Yeah, maybe? no, they have it. They have it open wait, for the women. We could probably have them hook it up for us. He is uh, back in Dubuque County. Well, Ross knows how to hook up the... I love you, Ross. I miss you. I'm going to sleep in your bed tonight. So Iowa gets the big win there. Another top 25 win. Another quad win. Quad one win for the Hawks. A seven or eight? What? Seven. Six. 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 No, Cincinnati jumped back up. Seven. I don't know. It's one of the two. Cincinnati is leading the American Conference. The prestigious American Conference. Okay, you say that like it's a joke, but the American... I know, like, they're pretty good. Wichita State, they were in the Missouri Valley. Which, like, what, Wichita like State, Wichita UConn. Wichita State moved to the American? Yeah, like three yeah. years ago. Wow, awesome. Sorry. Glad you started watching college basketball Hey, also, yesterday. we won World War II, in case you missed that one. Yeah, yeah believe me, I know. Back-to-back World War champs. Let's Coronavirus. Go. Uh, no, but then we follow that pretty big win up at home against Illinois, and then drop an absolute stinker to uh, Purdue. Wah, hey. wah. To lighten the mood before the Purdue game. Austin, you should tell that joke you told me earlier today. Oh, okay. The one about the black guy and the no, Mexican no. guy. No, not that one. Hell? Okay. Um, what what do you call a pirate that pees on people? What's that, Stan? A boilermaker. Arg Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's pretty good. That'll never get old, probably. <laughs> if I ever have kids, I'm, that's going to be their Halloween one. I got one, too. I got one, too. This has been my favorite joke for a few years now. Oh, boy. See if I can get it without twisting my own tongue. What is the difference between a dirty bus stop and a lobster with breast implants? I know the Don't answer. answer it. I know the answer, but I'll let you say it. I one's, give up. one's a crusty bus station, and the other one's a busty crustacean. <laughs> I like that. You want to hear my favorite joke my dad told me for Halloween when I was like six? Yeah. Is it clean? No. Eh, enough. He was six. What's green and smells like pork? <laughs> Kermit the Frog's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get candy. Though. All right. Now to, now to get heavy here for a second. Uh, so the Purdue game. There was one time in my lifetime I can remember not going to Mackey Arena and getting having some like them just shoot absolutely insane. The comeback. When yeah, we when were, we were down yeah. by seventeen it, it was in like two thousand sixteen. Mike Adam Woodbury senior season when we were down twenty in the first half. Which and they came would back have never gone down that far if Trey Dickerson was playing. That's true. Trey Don't was... get Joey on the fucking tangent. Hey, I'm, I'm a big I'm a Trey Dickerson. Dickerson, Dickerson was a stud. Trey, I hope you're listening. Let's this. let's Love talk you, about this game first, and then we'll get into that. Okay. Okay. So. Purdue shot what nineteen of thirty four from three. It was something stupid like that. Yes, six or seven guys scored over their uh, season average. Okay, so that's what happens every time we go to Mackey. Like before that, it was Dakota Mathias for like four straight years. I fucking a- hated that guy. He, for the record, drop the F word, man. Yeah, what the? This yeah, kid friendly well, podcast. podcast. We're listed as explicit on the f- store. Doesn't mean we have to be. But uh, no. I'm not going to change who I am. They absolutely Thank just you. shot lights out. And good on them for shooting amazing. But we also played horrible defense that mm-hmm. game. I'll, tell, I'll say it. This is the first game all year where I think Fran could have done better. Yeah, no adjustments. Yeah, and so, pull the starters when you're down 30 with 10 yeah. minutes left. It wasn't, it wasn't even that Fran didn't make adjustments, which it was part of it. But So one of my biggest gripes about Fran is that he doesn't use his timeouts to stop runs until it's like five or six points too late. They won on a 17-0 run, and Fran only took a timeout when they were up like 15. When when they go on like, especially on the road, we got the first layup of the game, but then they went on like a 10-0 run. 17-0. Yeah, well, I know, but so like at the 10-0 point when it was like 10-2, to that's when you need to take the timeout. You need to refocus the guy, say, hey, we need to buckle down or something. And Fran just kind of lets it go and lets it go and lets it go. And yeah. then before we knew it, we were down 20 points and we could never recover I'm from that. I'm pretty sure it was 40 to 4 at one point. I don't think it was quite that. No, bad. it was, no? It was <laughs> no. 17 to 4 yeah. at one point. I know at one point they had seven missed shots and six offensive rebounds. Purdue did. Yeah. On one position. So, yeah. But I can't believe that's Board. your biggest gripe with Iowa. All right, so but, I mean, you're the Mac Daddy here, Luke. Can we – do we have to keep analyzing this game, or can we move on to our great? We absolutely I, I have, have to like, keep analyzing. I have, like, two There's more not points much that I want to make. Got, there is. Austin Ash should have had ten points. He should have been in. Ten minutes probably, too. Yeah, and he – what do you have, like, four, three, I, six? I have, I have I, two more points We that lost I service. We stopped watching with, like, five minutes. else wants to talk about it quick before me. Okay, go ahead, Austin. Whatever. Okay, point number one. Um – I know th- I know that Iowa has traditionally never been a very good defensive team, and I get it because Fran is an offensive coach. That's who he is, and I get it. But especially in this game, and we've seen it in years past, that defensive effort was just so terrible because when, at the end of the day, most of defense comes down to effort, and we just did not give it. And I understand that Purdue shot lights out from three and from the floor, 
But it was also partly, Iowa did not close out on three-point shooters. We did not try to rebound. So that was disappointing to me. It was just our defense effort was absolutely not there for that game. No, and point, not at all. And, and point number two that I want to make, you can chalk it up to winning on the road in the Big Ten this season is one of the most difficult things that you can do in college basketball. So a loss on the road is not the worst thing in the world. But also, if Iowa wants to compete for a Big Ten championship or at least get a double bye in the Big Ten tournament, you're going to have to win games on the road in the Big Ten. And Purdue is a very middle-of-the-pack team in the Big Ten this year. And to have that type of showing in a game... We are Just a heads up. Uh, I love when he's not being a pussy. The second half is back underway here, and Wheezy just hammered one down. Okay, awesome. But anyway, jump step is amazing. So, like... That was a game that you should win, or at least try, like be competitive in to win on the road in the Big Ten this year. And th- it was just such a, a poor showing because if you want to get the double bye or win the Big Ten, that's that's a Big Ten road game that you at least need to be competitive in. And they did not show up at all. So that just... It, that part disappointed me. I'd like to comment on that because that is my biggest gripe with Fran. His defense over the first five, six years was horrible, like the way he coached defense. And this year it's been pretty good. I think we can all agree with that, right? I mean, yeah. They're, yeah. Oh, well, in, I mean in, they're what? In the Ken Palm rankings, we're still like 87. Yeah, but compared defense. to what it's been in the past. Like we have not been a good defensive team over the years. But in that Purdue game, it – it was the same thing. We overcommitted on double teams when there was ball screens up top. And, like, we did stupid stuff like that. And that would just leave people wide open on the wings and corners for three-pointers. And that, like, if if we can limit those, we would be such a better basketball team all the time. Mm-hmm. That's, like, my biggest thing with Fran is. I have three McCaffrey uh, vents here, okay? First, yes, the timeout. I agree completely. Fran does not use them. Number two is that Connor has a big body. He's a good dribbler. He's a good passer. But he gets down top of the key, and he never goes to the hoop. He's 6'5", 6'6". What, what is he, 210 pounds? He's a big guy. I doubt he's 210. I don't think I don't he's 6'5". Oh, he's a big guy. No, he he never takes the ball to the hoop as a lefty. It's hard to defend a left-handed guy. To- it really is. Oh, baby! Oh, a great alley-oop layup right oh. there. All right, 40, 48-42. Or 48-32. I, I like that Connor's hitting down threes, but he does not take the ball to the hoop ever. There's no reason for a left-handed guy who can dribble and has good footwork to not do that. My third don't... is that Margaret needs to get on their asses. I'm blaming her the most for all of this because Margaret is the <laughs> she is the king of the household. She needs to get those Queen. guys. She's a king. She's the duchess. She's a king with a capital K. She needs to get those guys. She needs to get her shit together because she's probably the best athlete in the whole household. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, what's the young one? Oh, there's um, another one, isn't there? Oh, uh, God. I, I worked at North Liberty. I should know the G. Did, no. Um, Gwen. When, when Fran was playing high school Garrett? ball or in college ball in Philadelphia, didn't they call him like it's White boy, Magic or something like that? Or like oh, White Jack. Lightning? Jack. Jack. Oh, Anybody? GJ's Hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. Well, I, it's Jack. What were you saying, Austin? I said... When Fran was playing college ball in Philadelphia, didn't they call him like White Magic or something like that? <laughs> I could see it. I'm pretty sure they did. Like that's kind of racist. I don't know if I like that. Just magic, how about? Yeah, how about just magic? That was already taken. <laughs> yeah, magic true. was taken. See, ma- magic, just magic was already taken. But there was no adjective in front of magic. Yeah, because yeah. it was just magic. All right, Austin, what are you saying? Irrelevant. I, I already said what I was saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just stopped listening. About fr- 
Yeah, I, he's got one of those voices where you just kind of do that. You know what? Fuck you, Space Cowboy. Whoa! <laughs> the F word again, two in one segment. I blame Paul and Barb, personally. Nah. He makes him, makes him but Paul, I still love you. I'm sure you're listening. I do not apologize for my language. This is an explicit podcast, and I'm going to speak how I want to speak. That's anyway, great. the Purdue game, it's it's tough on the road in the Big Ten. No, probably about 128th of you saw my tweet the other day. <laughs> Um, that's high. That's high. What was it like? Yeah, well, probably less. How many than followers that. you got? Me? Me? Not him. Yeah. Thirteen hundred. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Big. You're pretty right. You're pretty right. No, right no, with no that. my tweet. I was yeah, yeah. My tweet. Even yeah, your average, that. your ratio is probably pretty good. But anyway, one twenty-eighth, maybe. Probably saw my tweet about how there's like ten teams Whoa, in the Big Ten that have between call. zero and two um, losses at home. Mm-hmm. Life in life on the road in the Big Ten is not easy. So was I shocked that we lost that game? No, but. Should we have put up a better fight? Yes. Yes, we were underdogs. We were, what, four-and-a-half-point dogs? Three-and-a-half? Yeah. You know what's even harder than life in the Big Ten on the road? Is life in Iowa State on the road, who has not won a road game yet. I just want to point that out. We're not here to We're not here to do that. Yeah, but I do love to just dig on What do you mean we're not guys. here to bash the only, on State? The only reason Space Cowboy's saying that is because we have a guy here, uh, not on the podcast, uh, but he's listening right now. He, he's J-bomb. in the room J-bomb. with us. J-Bomb. Getting J- married soon. Jacob, my heart. But, uh... Uh, Best man in the wedding, no, Austin Myers. We were dogs. I, I tweeted before the game. I said, or earlier in the day, I said, we're probably going to lose tonight. I, I was, did not think so. I absolutely did. I, but, yeah, however, I was super disappointed with the performance. But you shake this team, clearly watching this uh, Nebraska game right now, you shake it off and you bounce back. What did we get out to? A 25-9 lead in this game? Yeah, we're not mm-hmm. going to lose this game. The we're not going to lose this game. It felt like we wouldn't lose the Illinois game either, given even how close it was. It didn't feel like we we're ever going to lose no. that. No, there's been a lot of games. What, that felt what like one that. was before that? Maryland. It felt like we were not going to win that game the entire. Time. I, I just yeah. feel like any road game that we play from now out, because we've already played at Nebraska, we've already played at Northwestern. Those are like, and we lost one of those gimme road games. Winning on the road no, in the Big Ten games. is almost impossible. We didn't have we had like four scholarship players. I, I don't I'm I'm not like degrading the loss, even though it was our worst loss of the season. But like winning on the road in the Big Ten is one of the most difficult things in college basketball this year. And the two worst teams in the league we've already played on the road. So moving forward, like there every game from now on is going to be a battle. And I understand that it's difficult to win on the road, but we're gonna have to win at least two road games moving forward if we want to challenge for a Big Ten title this like regular season title this year. And right. I think we will. Yeah. And like, okay, so I know we have to road win road games in the Big Ten. Like I agree with you hundred percent. But I think the biggest test will be if we go to Indianapolis, we should get Okay, we're gonna get a first round bye. We sh- mm. there's a no, the first round mm-hmm. buys the bottom four teams yeah. in the Big Ten. Uh, we will get a first round buy. Do you realize we're like a game and a half out of that right now? Yes, but do you think I? We'll get it if, <laughs> if we don't. That we we'll get a first round buy. If you jinx us, that's on you. That's fine. I there's a chance we can get a second round buy still. All right. So if we can do that and win one or two games in the Big Ten tournament, that means we get to the semifinals at least. Right. So. If we can win one or two of those games, those are going to be good battle-tested games because we've performed very well on neutral site games this year. We lo- we beat Texas Tech, we beat Cincinnati, and we lost to a top-four team in San Diego State. Like, there should be if, – if we can beat those teams, those Big Ten teams in the neutral sites, I think we have 
a very fair chance moving forward. Well, yeah, because those games will be home team pretty much because we travel. Uh-huh. Especially since it's in Indianapolis, too. Like, I had mentioned to you guys earlier today, I said, if Iowa made it to the weekend, the semifinals. Oh, yeah, we're going. I'd, when, when was the last time that Iowa made it to a Saturday of the Big Ten tournament? 2006. Oh, my. That's the year awful. we won it, we beat Minnesota and Michigan State in the semifinals Big Ten championship. Think I think um, how your life has changed since 2006. Speaking, speaking of the Big Ten tournament. Oh, uh, virgin. Not a virgin. Not a... Not a uh, great memory, but you guys remember the year in the Big Ten tournament when I think it was like 2013. We lost. I blocked all those years off. We no, it was a Fran McCaffrey season. We lost to Michigan State, and it was like the worst uh, refing job of yeah. all time. And yeah. if we would have won that, we would have made the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it was awful. Was that the? No, it was 2012. It was, was Matt Gaten senior. Yeah, it was, was something N- around NIT, there. NIT. Uh, we lost to Oregon. In the yeah. second it, round, I think yeah. it was absolute garbage. I wish Gaten's could have come back for I, one I've more rewatched like amazing. the highlights, or if you want to call them that, of like the refing from that game, and it was so bad. It, after that, I've never seen like the conference never comes out and like says something about the refing in a game, and they come they came out and like spoke to how bad like the officiating in that game was. That's how bad it was. So that and yeah, I don't know. So. That's that's one more knock that I can understand fans having about McCaffrey is that like when it comes to be tournament time like specifically Big Ten tournament time we have not shown up and that's something that we just we need to do this year. Iowa leads fifty four thirty six right now with fourteen fifty left in the game. To so that, to that comment, Luke. This game, Joe Wieskamp has been driving, and he's been finishing, and we need there that out of Joe Wieskamp. Here he goes again. The prettiest oh. move. He missed it. The prettiest move of the game. But he needs to do that more. His jump stop, finish, I don't know how they can stop it because 91% of the time they don't. Well, like the Purdue game, that's another thing I had from that game is Wieskamp was not nearly aggressive enough. No, no. Luca got his. Sure, that that's going to happen. Nobody, no big man in the Big Ten can contend with Luca Garza. But Joe Wieskamp has to be aggressive. Like, if you put Joe Toussaint and Joe Wieskamp, to get Wieskamp together, you easily have the best player in the country. I mean, most teams, the teams that don't have four or five stars, they have a two-headed monster and have a, a supporting role. We have that right now. But Wieskamp needs to be that second-headed monster. Like, there might be a game in the Big Ten and NCAA tournaments when you get down to it where... Yeah, Luca might get 20 points, but you're going to need Wieskamp to get his. Because what game was it? The Illinois game. We had zero bench points. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like... And we won. Yeah, and we won because Garza and Wieskamp both went off. Let's say Garza has a bad game. Yeah, Creener might throw in seven points, but you're going to need Wieskamp to get that 20. Like, And we need Toussaint on the floor, Fran. On the floor. When he comes out, defense goes down. Uh, momentum goes down. We can't, or not Energy we goes down. Toussaint needs to be on the floor. He cannot sit 12 minutes in the second half, which is what he's been doing. And, like, yeah, Toussaint gets extremely reckless at times. Mm-hmm. But he's you a freshman, and I take that recklessness with the amount the of case. great plays he has. We knew that was going to be the case. He's yes. going to make mistakes. You learn from it. He's going to get better. His shot's going to get better, hopefully. Um, but you cannot take him out of the game because, although I do think we were on the, we were on the offense well with Frederick, Look at that. Right no. there. Look at that. Oh, my He got God. up and down the floor in three seconds right there. Yeah, speaking – we we were talking about Tucson. Tucson went 
Baseline to baseline. And he wants to be on the floor in big moments. There's guys who don't. There's guys who are scared to be there. Tassant wants the ball. He wants to take the... And you speak of big moments. C.J. Frederick oh. is every bit of Jordan Bohannon wanting the big moments mm-hmm. as, as Jordan Bohannon was. He wants that moment. He will be. We got another year with him. Well, he, hopefully we have another three years Once with him. Once the XFL comes out with the basketball league, he might go for that. No, but we have so many good young players who are aggressive and aren't afraid of the moment. And honestly, that's probably what makes us a dangerous team more than any other team in the country. I honestly think that this... Like, this is a Sweet 16 Elite 8 type team, and I think... Oh! Garza throws down a dunk up by 22 now with 13.37 to go. I see no reason. Like, this is a... This year, yeah, we're not going to national championship, obviously. I was not a national championship basketball team. They never... Never never has been, even in their best years. But I think that this legit Garza, Wieskamp comeback, this is a Final Four team potential. I would like to argue that. In 2000, no, in favor of a final uh, championship team. 2015, 2016, when Wisconsin was playing Duke. Or 2014, 2015. Wisconsin's two best players were Frank Kaminsky, who were a big guy who could stretch the floor, and Joe Wieskamp and Sam Decker. Are they extremely comparable as well? Yeah, they are. And then you have a guard in uh, Nigel Hayes, right? That was no, he's a forward. He was well, there for nine years. Nigel Hayes was a baller. Yeah, I love Nigel Hayes. Yeah. But, I mean, between Joe Toussaint and uh, Connor McCaffrey, those are two point guards that can – I mean, if if we, if we if it comes to March and we have Wieskamp and Garza playing on top of the game, along with Joe Toussaint and Connor McCaffrey running a mean point, I mean – it. Defense has to get a little better. Defense has to get a little better, but – there is some extreme comparables between the two. Danny Myers just got 79th place in Fortnite. Don't throw my purple controller. <laughs> All right, but no, but don't you guys agree with me there? Oh no, 100%. But also, yeah, I think yeah, look like the years. Like this is a weak year. Is next year going to be a weak year too? Do you remember that Duke team? Justice oh. Winslow drafted first round NBA. Okay, Jules Jones Julia drafted first round. Was a was horse in college basketball no, that season. He just sucked in the NBA. Well, he's he was got, very good like in college. Yeah, but Jaleel Okafor, Tyus Jones, and Justice Winslow. They all might be on the same team next year too in the NBA. Well, we're not talking about that, but <laughs> but but Are they. Actually leaving? I, I'm saying it's like uh, a it's a fair a fair statement to say if Wieskamp and Garza. We're playing at that level, and you had good point guard play at that time. There's a chance we can make it. All right, well, Danny Myers is abandoning us right now. I There's a reason he's not on the podcast. Yeah. He's the third best Myers. But I, it just... Oh, Evan Anderson has just walked into the room. Yeah, Evan Anderson, Evan, how you doing? would you like to say something hey, for the podcast? Uh, I don't think I... Uh, Got to get closer to the mic, Evan. Oh, we're not experts no, by any means. Trust me, I don't. But uh, all right, Evan. Evan says hi, everybody. All right, so seems like a good time for uh, sponsorship at. Well, actually, our sponsorships have expired. So if you're looking to uh, get in on the podcast, unofficial. Oh, actually, wait, hold up. No, 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 no. No, hold up. We we do have something, I guess. So, uh, concrete concepts out of Farley, Iowa. Good concrete business. They uh, sponsored a ticket giveaway giveaway we ran yesterday, and uh, 
We had we had JJ. I don't know how to actually pronounce his last name, but but it's JJ JJ ended up winning the ticket giveaway and is two free tickets to this game. We'll try doing one more of those this year for the men's game, and then it looks like the women's team is going to get a draw to the NCAA tournament and possibly host as well as a top three seed. So if they do, we'll do a giveaway for that as well. So we might have a couple of good options here coming up. Oh, so, uh, Joe W for three. Shout out to uh, Concrete Concepts, Farley, Iowa. If you need a driveway, sidewalk, basketball court, foundation, foundation anything. Brad Coates, uh, Scott Vasky, give him a call up there. Can we give a shout out to the guy who has one arm and played baseball for his own goal too? <laughs> and Placid. And Placid. That guy was amazing. One-armed baseball player. I watched him hit a double and turn double play. All right. <laughs> Joe W for three again. All right. The route is on. 25? I was up 66-38. Right now, it's the uh, reverse Purdue. 12.35 left in the game. 27. So points. let's talk about this quick. He's going for a career high. Is the Fran fade happening? No. We're up by 28. Not this season, no. Can I share Why? My, can, can I share my insider info from uh, a alumni basketball player? Yes. So I have a direct report from a former Iowa basketball player who now works for a business in Iowa City. BJ Armstrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's my agent. Um, who said Fran is notorious for, you know, you want the conditioning, you want the guys to be mentally tough, and he'll just wear you down in February and March in practice when a lot of other teams are kind of like laying off. And he said he thinks that really is something this year to watch that or watch for because when you only have really eight contributors, if you're going too hard in practice and you're wearing down weeks where you have three games in a week and, you know, Big Ten tournaments and stuff, it can be kind of tough. So, We'll see what Fran, uh, how he adjusts practice. That is pretty good insider info. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not going to share the guy's name. It wasn't B.J. Armstrong. We're lying. Yeah, yeah. it was not B.J. Cause, mainly because Fran did not. It was Kyle Denning, uh, grad assistant with the Hawks. No, it wasn't that either. So you don't, really don't think that's the case. Because no. let me run down the schedule before you say anything. At Indiana, at Minnesota, home Ohio State, at number 16 Michigan State, home number 22 Penn State, Home Purdue and at Illinois. There is like okay, I looked at their final eleven games like a week and a half ago, and I said the Nebraska game is really the only game Iowa should win. I think that we should win any remaining home game yeah. that we have. Yeah, we've we've stated enough that in the Big Ten the home team wins, so we should win. We should be favorites in all of the remaining home games. I think. I mean, I don't so, know what the exact numbers are, but I think Big Ten like road teams are winning at maybe a 20% clip this season. So you're saying we beat. Which is slightly above Iowa State, who is 0-4 on the road. So you're saying we beat Ohio State, ranked Penn State, and Purdue. Yes. yes. All at home, yes. Purdue's a given. We're going to beat Purdue. Actually. Okay, so what about... Also, Ohio State is not that great, and if we're playing them without DJ Carton, which it does not seem He'll like he's going to play the rest year, of the I'm season, he says that he doesn't want to leave Ohio State. No, he's, he's just going, taking some time off. He'll be in Iowa City off. next year. Either way, without DJ Carton at home, I do not think that I do not think that we lose to Ohio State. Just for you who don't know, uh, DJ Carton is was the top rated point guard out of Iowa. Five last star year. recruit, five star point guard out of Bettendorf. Okay, how about how about the away games? Because if Iowa goes three and three over the final six, there's going to be fans that say, "Oh, the the Fran February fade is real." They might. We have at Indiana. At Minnesota, Michigan State, and at Illinois. 
So is that Saint Joseph's necklace? I think sign? at Indiana and at Minnesota are both winnable games. I know that they're both very difficult environments, but in terms of what the teams are this year, as compared to Iowa, those are the two winnable games. I do not expect us to win at Michigan State. They're a very good team, very tough environment. No, I disagree. I think Um, Michigan State is not that good. I really don't. I think we can beat Michigan State. I I think the best team in the Big Ten, kill me, Penn State. I think Penn State is the most top-to-bottom team in the Big Ten. I know. You're um, a fucking psycho. I, I think at Illinois. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I, I really think they are the be- They have guards. They have bigs. They're athletic. I think Penn State is the best Big Ten team because they have guys who have been there for years and years and years. I think that at Literally, Illinois. Been there for so nine years. Iowa at Illinois is the very last game of the Big Ten regular season. And that game is probably at a minimum going to decide like a double bye in the Big Ten tournament. Potentially like who gets first place in the Big Ten, that game is going to be wild. So, the Big Ten's a big, big cluster. Cluster I'll say it. Yeah, cluster I'll say it. You don't have to. I'll say it. So, you guys were super critical before when I said we're going to get a first round bye. Do you? No, I'm not critical. I'm just saying don't jinx us. I'm not critical about saying that we're going to get a first round bye. I think that we'll get a first round bye. I am past that like, jinx stage. Also, look at that. We're, we're, we're looking at a, a stat right now for Iowa basketball, and the women's team has a 33-game home winning streak, which is incredible. It's the second longest in NCAA currently. All right, hold up. Wheezy just got an and one here. We're at 68 points. This is a big free throw right here. 68 to 40 is the score, 11.55 to go. Wheezy for, for the chance at 69. Going for 30. The and one. Oh, yeah, yeah. 69 oh, points, boy. Iowa. Nice. Iowa's winning the championship this year, baby. 69 Let's not 40. score for the rest of the game. 11.40 to go. Great score. Don't even score again the rest of the game. Just uh, play solid defense. Also, some insight here. Uh, my grandpa, Johnny, just texted me, kick ass. Izzo beat again today. So that's Grandpa Johnny's <laughs> two thoughts on this afternoon of basketball. But uh, so I don't think the Fran February fade is real either. I think last year... Actually, last year they had a pretty good record on in February. Uh, if we would have lost Northwestern, okay. it wouldn't have been that good. So, but I, I've looked at it some, and I think the reason that the February fade for if Fran I... is a perception is because it's happened in the three years that Iowa has had their best three teams under Fran McCaffrey. So, like the uh, the um, Jared Utah season, like when we got up to number three nationally, we we kind of shit the bed. And basically the the best three seasons under Fran is when we've had our la- like our hugest late season collapses. <laughs> yeah, you know I made up a word maybe. Garza for three, let's go. Um, so that's why it's perception because our best teams have had the fade. Even though it's really only happened three times. But it, it kind of just sinks in because whenever we are ha- when it looks like we're going to have our best season we've collapsed at the end. When in reality it's Every season, that's not the case. It just happens to be that in our most promising years, that has happened. I think this year is different than all of those other seasons. We seem to have a little bit more toughness, a little bit more grit. I just don't see that happening this season. I agree. Uh, I. What do you think the big difference is in the team this year? Toughness. Um, I, toughness, it's also like... I don't know. Actually the, good the, players. <laughs> also... This, te- this, this team has had to play together like as a full unit 
basically since they're a freshman, I mean. No, it's it's minutes per game. Hold they're, on. They're not working hold at 12-man rotation. Who Frank. is Blondie that's always sitting next to Frank Garza? Is that Luca's girlfriend? No, I think Frank may have recently got divorced. And okay, that's Luca's that new hot stepmom. Nowhere in Frank's age bracket. But <laughs> Luca's mom has not been at games lately, and she's been there. So it's either Luca's girlfriend or Luca's new hot stepmom. All either right, way, hold up, Nebraska for... player down. Moment of silence. Okay, that's good. All right, either, thank you. Good for either Frank or Luca, whomever. Yeah. Is, is that yours or mine? That's you. No, but uh. Fred Hoiberg is something to be feared coming up here oh. in the coming years, right? Yeah, well, I mean, he was an NBA coach. Their new arena is actually pretty cool. They have a lot of stuff working in their favor where in the coming years, they could be a relatively good basketball team. You know, the key to the, the, defeating that is you got to get oh, – damn it. Um, you got to get what? You got to get Keith Duncan playing on the basketball team, <laughs> and then he'll be banging – Fred's wife, just like he banged Frost's wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just a quick score update. Iowa leads 74-23. And uh, Garza has 22 points and uh, seven rebounds. And somehow I've missed that Wieskamp has 30. Wieskamp has 30? Yeah, Wieskamp yeah. has 30. I'm pretty sure that's his highest scoring game, game of his career. Get him out of the no, no, it definitely no is. And are you guys a little alarmed here that uh, we only have two bench points again today? No. No, because that's expected. Everybody on our bench is hurt. Our, our best bench guy is Cordell. Oh, yeah. Our bench? No, it's Kreener. Yes, it is. Kreener oh, is our best Kreener, bench guy. Yeah. But you guys aren't I mean, worried about that at all? That's what. I well, you mean, can foul trouble, yeah, but Kreener can take over when he used to. The, you can worry about it, but there's no Evelyn, point worrying about it because that's how it's going to be. Yeah, Evelyn's not a scorer. Evelyn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, big stretch here. You got something to say, Stin? I was just going to say, I think we've kind of talked about all that we can on basketball, and I, I think it might be time to move over to the uh, Good time for wrestling. a sponsor commercial? Nah, no more sponsors, like I had, like I said. Well, no, I have but... a sponsor. Uh, our unofficial sponsor, Bang Energy Drinks. <laughs> and Bush Light. Get some. Yeah. Uh, no, but Austin's right. we got to move to wrestling here. I'm out. All right, yeah. I got to. We got to call a timeout on our game of cards. Okay, so last week, last Friday, Iowa wrestled Penn State, and probably the biggest wrestling meet we've had in no, the the nation has had, yeah, ever, 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 ever. Uh, for the sport of wrestling since. The, do you I see mean, the television they, ratings. They, they drew the biggest ratings that the Big Ten Network has ever had for wrestling. Meet. That was huge. That was huge. It was, yeah. Especially because Penn State has basically dominated college wrestling for the past decade, and Iowa, who has dominated wrestling like outside of the past decade for like the last 30 years, is finally back up on the rise towards mm-hmm. the very tippy top. Um, it was a huge meet, especially because Iowa had been ranked number one essentially all season. Penn State was number two. It was a huge Austin clash. Austin Ash coming in with nine minutes left, baby! <laughs> it, it was a huge clash of the two best programs in the country coming together, and it absolutely did not disappoint. From start to finish, there were matches that were f- they featured ones and twos, or at least top ten wrestlers, mostly throughout the entire meet, and there were fireworks throughout, crazy matches, and the the duel absolutely did not disappoint. Okay, so was there a point where you're like, "Oh my God, we're gonna lose to Penn State again"? Um, after- when Assad went down, I kind of worried. Huh, well, I- and also the DeSanto swing. Yeah, I-, I had I had DeSanto losing, like when on my card, 
But not by six. Yeah. I got nervous when uh, um, Spencer Lee, who is probably pound for pound the best wrestler in the country. Ever. All not, time. Like, without a doubt. Besides Dan after, Gable, all time. After he wins by tech fall, then immediately in the DeSanto match, we lose a team point for losing mat control, and then we go medical forfeit, so they get six points, and then we lose the next match, and all of a sudden it's 11 to four. Like, that... That was probably the best possible start that Penn State could have hoped for because they did not want to start the meet at 125. Iowa did, and we won it on a coin toss. Um, so at that point, I got a little bit nervous because we started in a big hole, and then once we got to the middleweights, 165 and 174, it was it was both. They were toss-ups, but Penn State was ranked number one in both. We were ranked number two in the both of them. And then when we started out with a Marinelli loss, which was his first loss ever in Carver, at that point I got pretty nervous. But then Kemmer came in, and he it was the best match of his entire wrestling career. Yeah, those two, Kemmer had never met, or he never wrestled at that weight against that guy. And honestly, in the first 30 seconds, I thought he was going to lose. If he would have lost, I mean, that's yeah, it. Yeah, no, that, that was, was it. trouble. It, it, it was real not, trouble. I mean, he, he, but he's a bull. Yeah. I know they call Marinelli For a bull, but he was a bull in that match, and he buckled down, and he... Stuck to his technique, and he was a stud in that match. Yeah, that was, so, that was a huge so for, hold that, that's a huge win. So for you don't know, Mike Hall was ranked number one in the country at his weight class. Mike Hawk, Hall, <laughs> no Mike Hall, <laughs> uh, and Kemmerer took him down wrestling outside of his weight class. Okay, you can continue. Oh, but I mean that's that's a match that I mean it's not getting enough. Uh, credentials yeah. because that was a huge match for him. They never wrestled two different styles. Mm-hmm. Hall honestly could wrestle down. One weight, maybe two weights. He's a he's a quicker, lighter. You don't get a lot of one seventy fours that are fast like that. And he is a stud wrestler. I mean, he's a he's a future Olympian. And for Cameron to bump up and take him down like that, that was a huge. Yeah. That, that swung the match. It did. Now, if Assad would have came back and won, I mean, that would have been that I would have been over. But my two favorite wrestlers besides Lee are uh, Warner and Cassiope at one ninety seven and heavyweight. And those two guys. That was the only thing is when you looked at the points coming down, it was like, hey, all they got to do is win, and we still win. And uh, that helped a lot because they are studs. Uh, Warner is a sociopath, (laughs) and I think he would appreciate us saying that. He really is if you watch him. Um, And Cassiope's just a stud. The guy's going to win multiple national championships. Cassiope is incredible, and he's a Good footwork. Good footwork. Uh, My one one thing from that match that I'm pissed about is – I know DeSanto, there's a lot of gripe. He was faking injuries and this and that. But if you've never been hurt in your life, and which he hasn't. He's never had a, even a minor injury. Yeah, he got put in a cradle and he got hurt. But if you've never been hurt in your life and you feel your knee do something, it's you it's instantly a, are going to freak out. And he did. And he panicked and he was crying. For, for I, I felt for him. He was begging brands to let him quit and he wouldn't let him. Um But if you've never had an injury before in your life, that really, really is a scary and, thing with your knees. For, and, also, for like anybody out there that said that he quit and like he just gave up because he he was gonna get pinned. It's, Six points like, is yeah. Bad. I was gonna say him him quitting on the match for like a medical forfeit was the exact same thing That's as him taking a pin. Place. We gave up six points because of that. So it's it's not like he gave up and like we only it was only like just a regular decision three points. It was still six whether he got pinned or whether it was a medical forfeit. It was the same amount of points for Penn State. And Bravo's a really good wrestler at one. And like fair comparison for that. Super jokingly saying here, uh, a couple of years ago at St. Ambrose, I was playing pickup basketball in the gym, and I planted my leg, and I thought, thought I blew out my ACL. 
considering I've never played competitive basketball in my life and I thought mm -hmm. I blew out my ACL. It's a horrifying feeling. So joke all you want right here. That's a... When you feel something in your knee, it's not a joking matter. Like, it is a very terrifying thing. What scores? Baylor, updating news. We're updating news. Breaking. This is brought to you by news. Kodiak 2. <laughs> How much time's left? Nine minutes left in the Baylor game, and they're trailing Oklahoma by two. So oh, I'd... no win, no win. Yeah. Well, Oklahoma sucks. Well. Anyways, no, the knee injury thing is not a fluke, and I totally understand that panic. Like, you feel pop, you hear, you know. It's everyone, different. Everyone's been there. I've been, you know, Austin you could just be Ash. at the gym. For three, Austin Ash for three. Oh, baby. Oh, get him on the court more. You could be at the gym just lifting weights, and if you feel something in your knee, you instantly, it's a its a panic. It so, is. I, I'm glad it sounds like he's going to be back, which helps, you know, he's he's you know 10 to 18 points in the NCAA tournament so yeah. that's a big so, that's a big factor in us getting back on top there I, I don't care if DeSanto doesn't rest I honestly 71 percent I, I think half. I think that DeSanto should not rest Pop it. For, for the ah! Oh! Ash! Austin Ash, let's go Austin um, Ash two for two baby oh but, McCaffrey just creamed in his pants um Honestly, I think that DeSanto should not wrestle again until the Big Ten tournament because there's nothing to prove left in the regular season, and we need him to be 100% healthy for the Big Ten tournament and so the NCAA. This is that's an interesting thing because there's a lot of different strategies there. Corey Clark was hurt, and they forced him back in for the Big Tens with his he had a shoulder and a wrist injury, and he ended up running the table. There's also no, he, uh, he lost in the Big Tens in the championship in the like the last but, like, but he three won the seconds in Thomas. But he Zella. won the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And then, like, Derek St. John had a year like that where he – they got him to the semis. He got back. You know, he got his footing down. He figured out – the big thing with Brands is if you're hurt, you're still wrestling, but you got to adjust your technique. you got to be able to wrestle with your injury. That's his big thing. In in St. John, they got him to the semis of the Big Ten. They felt like his footing back, and they pulled him. You know, we're going to lose the Big Ten. It's okay. Get him back, and he won. He, actually, I think he lost in the finals that year in the NCAAs. Wrestling's a little different. DeSanto's never had that. I think that let him go the next couple meets, make sure he's comfortable in the in the wrestling room, and then you got to get him back in full time. I don't think he's the guy that you sit going forward. Because I mean, this is huge for recruiting. This is huge for legacy. Oh, uh, Riley Till was the miss. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Not, for, I, for I don't. Me, I don't think DeSanto. I don't think you sit him the rest I, of the way. For me, the thing is. This is Iowa's first oh, no, realistic chance. Like, we should win the NCAAs. Like, we're clearly the front runner for the first time in a decade. Olympic year, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, I mean, like, we're, we're clearly the front runners for the first time in a long time, and I'd much rather have it we have our best lineup healthy going into the NCAAs instead of, like, having one of our title contenders like kind of limping into there. I would prefer that he sits out and gets all the health that he needs and then comes in and can dominate or at least give us, you know, like at least make it to an all-American status as opposed to not being completely healthy and then getting beat out in like the first or second round. Oh, yeah. But that, I, just for one of her, I don't think the injury is as bad as we thought. No, you're right. The way that he reacted he made it look like maybe he tore his ACL yeah, or something right back like to, that. If you've never had knee injury, I mean, yeah. like I know guys who are just – They've dealt with it their whole life. They've torn the ACL and they didn't know. Um, there's a guy from maybe Cornell a few years ago who won a title like that. But there's guys who've never had that. Yeah, dude. She's... There's the Bohannons right there. I don't know if you saw it on yeah. the sideline. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're yeah. still there. They're Gordy still there. and what's his wife's name? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, wrestling is going to be very interesting going forward. Um, 
<clears throat> hey, and they should have no problems the rest of the Big Ten season. But yeah. how you man, you know, do you sacrifice a Big Ten title for you know getting guys ready? Yes. My biggest gripe has been <clears throat> that, <clears throat> excuse me, conditioning wise, I'm not very happy with. Besides Lee and DeSanto and Cassiope, their conditioning has been shit. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, um, guys are if they get to the third period, they're worn down. And if if you lose a first round match, you ins and to make podium, you got to win out, and you can't yeah, have um, that shit going on if you're gonna win a title. To me, the more conther- concerning thing that I've seen is like outside of DeSanto and Lee. We're not putting up bonus points in matches that we can score bonus points. Oh, and Pat when, Lugo, and, I and when me nuts. when you get to the Big Tens in the NCAA's bonus points, those are what de- those are what separate the third place from the first place mm-hmm. team. Oh, is yeah. getting bonus points in matches that you can, and we just haven't really done that consistently this year, and that's what we need to get back to. So, I mean, we're undefeated on the season. We've beat the. Like we Ohio beat Penn State, State, Nebraska, yeah. Wisconsin, no, we beat the Penn best, State. The we beat yeah. the best, we beat the best so far this right. year. The, the, but that there's one... matches where we can score bonus points and we haven't, and that's what we need to do on a more consistent basis. That, that if we one... want, if we want to be the dominant Iowa wrestling that? that we Party. have been in the past. Oh, about time. Yeah, that 141 to that one, uh, that 157 or one, yeah, 157. Uh, so Young, Lugo, and Mirren, those have been the guys who they're just they're beating who they should beat. They're not beating who they shouldn't. Um, those guys are going to be the big difference. And I, I'll say right now, I hope he listens. I know he doesn't though. But <laughs> Pat Lugo, if you win a fucking national championship, I will shave my ass hair and glue it to my face. Because I think he is such an overrated wrestler, and he does not take care of business like he should. Not I'm, the way, not the way a brand wrestler should at those lightweights. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely cropping this and sending it to him now. Oh no, send it right to him. I will. It might I get will. him a fucking national championship, and I'll gladly glue my fucking ass here. To and my then face. we'll get him on the podcast. That's fine, and he can he. Fuck, he can take me down and beat the shit out of me if it wins the Iowa national championship. I don't care. But I'm saying that 141. Um, so Mir and Lugo and Young have just not produced like they need to. Oh my gosh, they're just their backups are killing them. I was up ninety two fifty eight with four fifteen left in the game. It's like Purdue, but flipped. Yep. Um, but I mean, those are the three weights that are going to make it or break it, honestly. And conditioning, conditioning in a in a two three day tournament, those are going to be huge. Huge factors. we, We all expect. We spent a lot of time wrestling, yeah. more than ever before, so maybe we should yeah. move on to what do we a little have baseball intro. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about baseball. Oh, so. oh I do. Well, you, do you, you can really? take it away, Space yeah, Cowboy. Oh, yeah. Actually, I, I work with uh, a parent of Iowa's uh, Friday Night Starter this year. All right, well, here's what I'll say about baseball. Rick Heller is a great coach. I love Heller. Heller is a great coach. He's kind of turned around the program here, kind of like what Lisa Bluter did with the women's basketball team. And we've too. been super competitive over the last couple, of, last five years or whatever, and I expect the same this year. Yeah, getting good recruits. I mean, they're keeping guys in state. Um, pitching staff is stocked this year, which is huge. They've had a lot of injuries in the past, which is tough. I mean, college arms, you can't really predict that kind of stuff. But um, the draft bug has really hit the baseball team recently. I mean, they've had guys get drafted who have another year. and That's a good thing. And, but when you're a junior, you have that bargaining and when you're a senior, you don't. So that's why a lot of pitchers don't make it to their senior year. And um, I don't know. I just feel like this is going to be a, a team that's different. They don't have as much offenses in the past. But that's Heller ball. I mean, Heller ball is small ball. Get on He's... base. Get on base. Be able to lay down a bunt. Force or if you get a run across every inning, I mean, that's what wins. That's what wins the so, game. So, like, I'm a Minnesota Twins fan. They hit 307 oh, yeah. home runs last year. 
Great. The I still ball. love small ball. <laughs> I still love you gotta getting that. a guy That's on baseball. first base and then moving him to third base somehow. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. will I will live and die by that style he, he of baseball. He is a phenomenal coach. He's a phenomenal man. Um, I hope that they give him a lifetime contract because he should have been here a long time ago. If, if you and I's program wouldn't have shut down, you and I had a great baseball program, and he kind of got screwed out of it and – you know, Indiana State had a good team when he was there. Just, he's just a natural winner. He's a natural – he's a coach's guy. You know, and in Iowa, it's hard to get recruits because you're going to be playing in the snow a few times. Um, You'll go down to Florida to, and Yeah, but, but they go, down, Texas to, they go down to Florida twice in the first three weeks, I think, two weeks, three weeks. Um, but they have a really strong pitching staff. They've got a lot of veteran guys, but they have some young guys who get to see what they're all about. He just does a really good job of developing players. And, I mean – even guys who came out, so I'm from Des Moines, but guys who came out of Des Moines who were above average high school players, they get to Iowa, they get in the program, and you know their junior year they're contributing and they're you know hitting 270, 280 on base percentages high. It's this is what they do. I mean Heller's a great coach, and you do have the advantage of being the only baseball school in the state D1. Um, but you know I, I'm excited for baseball too. Well, and we were talking about it earlier. And were you going up to Minnesota? I, I would go up to Minnesota. Let's go up to Minnesota. Let's the, see there's a big game. Well, if you're serious, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get me wrong. I will absolutely go up there because I'm assuming they'd play in uh, the old, U.S. Bank Stadium, yeah, the new yeah. Viking Stadium yeah. up there where Minnesota plays. But uh, no, that would be a great time, and I plan on going to a game here. I've never been to Dwayne Banks Field, but I mean it's it's a good product they're putting out. It's not anything to look down upon or anything like that so uh i'm 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 looking forward to the season and iowa athletics i think in my lifetime this is the highest we've been top to bottom i mean women's basketball is amazing men's basketball is playing great football is amazing before this baseball wrestling i mean this is honestly this is the great time to be a hawkeye it is before this it was like Utah senior year, I think we well we went undefeated in football, made the NCAA tournament men's basketball. I think baseball we, just coming. The, the baseball team made it to the NCAA yeah, the tournament regional. that year and no, lost to the, Mississippi yeah, State. Yeah. Well, not not uh, Omaha, but yeah, they made yeah. it to the yep. regional Super round. regionals. So hey, a lot of stuff working in our favor right here. Uh, any final thoughts, fellas, before we wrap up? Uh, Caitlin Clark is going to break every single record at Iowa. I'm talking rebounds, steals, points, assists, everything. Jake, get up and get your own beer. Yeah, you're right. Uh, just a heads up here. I was leading 92 to 60 with 3:13 left. We got Austin Ash. Uh, what's his name? Hobbs. Nico Hobbs. What? Nico Hobbs. Nico Hobbs. AKA and a Michael Luke Bear. Garza's foot rubber. Michael Bear leading the nation in field goal percentage into the game as well. My guy. Uh, Mr. Didn't Michael he just Bear. shoot a three and miss? We're oh, did he? That's tough he news for him. Shooting fifty percent. The best of the part season. about this is we put our subs in with nine minutes left. In oh, Purdue had come on, Nico. hit it. Oh, nope. oh, Purdue, Purdue left their starters in until there was like three minutes left, four minutes left. Yeah. So uh, a good win here, seventeen and seven on the season. Uh, who did I say we got next? At Minnesota, at Indiana, and then Ohio State, Michigan State. Yeah, we don't play again until next Sunday, do we? Shut up. Do we That's really? I think time. Minnesota's a Sunday afternoon game. Do we have one during the week? Let me check. I feel like Hold we on. have to. I know Minnesota's a Sunday afternoon because I was going to go up there and I'm not. Oh, you caught it. Never mind. 
Now, but I was improving on their. I mean, this isn't a resume boosting win by any means, but it's another win. Is Ash not, about to get? Honestly, like, if we get to eighteen point. wins, I think we make the NCAA tournament, I mean, whether we lose out or and not. And I do want to point out there was only one person from the podcast who had Iowa at that many wins, and that is your one and only Joey Myers. I had him at eighteen. Don't you, knock you me had down. him at eighteen. I, I had, had him, him at eighteen. I, I pushed at uh, nineteen for their win total. I uh, personally put fifty dollars on Iowa having under nine point five Big Ten wins. I am happy to eat that fifty dollars. You're welcome. I did that for you guys. So at Minnes or at Indiana, next so Thursday and then next Sunday at, at Minnesota. Minnesota. So two road games. So two road one, games one and home Ohio State. Get one of those two. Get one of those two. Both of them Minnesota are pretty good wins. Me. Indiana's Indiana's a tricky. They have like seventeen wins. It's I, not tricky. It's know, a tough one. I mean, but I mean, they don't have like a stud. But there was very we can't seem to beat Indiana ever. Like Purdue. Yeah, they are. That whole state. The whole Talking North. about Indiana, do you guys remember that game that um, when we were playing at Indiana? Can we kill and, off that whole state? Notre and, Dame, and, and Victor Oladipo was still playing for him, and he hit that 360 dunk yeah. in the game against us. That, I don't, was, that was demoralizing. I don't care. I castrated myself right after that. All right. Well, guys, any final thoughts? Um, one final sponsor. Uh, no one. final sponsors. They're not paying anything. This is <laughs> Big not Grove a Brewery. Bush no. Light. All right. Thanks. Drink it up. Thanks for your, uh, listening, Iowa Hawkeye fans, to another episode of the Hawkeye Tailgate Report. You can uh, su- subscribe to the show on iTunes and Podbean. Uh, just search us there, or you can follow us all on Twitter. It's uh, at go underscore Hawks is the uh, the show's Twitter page. My Twitter page, Luke Myers, is. Uh, Myers underscore Luke. Joey's is Joe Mama two one nine six. Austin's is Myers Austin and mine is N U N Business Nunya. Well, it's Mavhawk fourteen. I think if you're actually winning. F fourteen. Mavhawk F fourteen. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and always go Hawks.